Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Uh, let's get TC in here, 916-909-1320. What's happening, TC? Yes, sir. What's up with my two brothers? TC, what's up, my guy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Just tapping in a little bit. Look, the Kings is like Cam Newton last season. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's hope it ends better than that. <laughs> I, was I mean, I get the reference. I know right. what you mean. I know what I, you mean. I just let's just pray for better results. I got you. Hey, yeah, but we back, though. And uh, be ready for that Niner game, Kenny. You know what I mean? You know I'm ready. You know I'm ready, just baby. be ready. Yes, it's going to be ready. You too, D-Law, man. Enjoy it, brother. Oh, I will. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I'm excited for it, especially – it's it's fun to it's it's fun to watch football when you don't have like a rooting interest. Now I want you to be happy. I want I want the 49ers yeah. to win. And yeah, I'm a hater. I want Jerry Jones to fail. Well, there's that. But I like Dak. That's that's kind of the problem. I do I do like Dakota. But Dak is cool. Even though he's cool. Even I don't like Dak the way I, you I like. I see Dak. a little you know, every once in a while a little funny. <laughs> but I w- I think I'd root for Jerry Jones's failure over anything else. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Plus. I really like Christian McCaffrey. I, I like Christian McCaffrey. I really like Christian McCaffrey, man. You know, it's 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 funny. I try to like. Um, we'll talk about Cowboys and 49ers in depth. Excuse me, 49ers and Cowboys in depth. They're always the A side. Niners always the A side. Don't ever get it twisted. I, I got you. Um, but you know, I try to like calm myself down, maybe, and be like, "Hey, this is fun. This is fun." Yeah, just enjoy it. It's fun. Oh, yeah, right. No, damn it. I want to no, win. I know. Yeah, ain't no way. Ain't no way you're going to be, I wanna win gonna be this b- one. binge eating Kit Kats on Sunday talking about just enjoy this. I want to win this one. Hey, don't don't get it twisted. The, the number six is always the most important thing. Mm. But I've talked to a couple of different 49er fans, communicated. And we're kind of like all saying like, I'm not saying that this one is more important or just as, but damn, it's close. Like I kind of want this one almost as much as I want a damn Super Bowl. I need to win this game on Sunday. I need it. We'll talk more about the Cowboys and the, excuse me, we'll talk more about the 49ers and the Cowboys uh, as we move along. If uh, you want to get in on the phone lines, you can, 916-909-1320. Uh, Olivia Christian, the game last night. Cap, she'll be with us coming up here uh, in a couple minutes. As a matter of fact, she was at the game last night, mm. uh, and we'll talk to her uh, about – I know she was uh, involved in some of the pre- and post stuff with with Mike Brown and Rashawn Holmes. Rashawn Holmes, defensive player of the game as well. Again, we, we, we won't let too much time uh, go by without singing the praises of Rashawn Holmes after so many DNPs, after, you know, limited minutes, even in the time uh, that he has played, he stepped up in a, the Kings don't win that game without that performance from Rashawn Holmes. 100%. 100%. Were you ever, last night, were you ever worried about the game? Yeah. Yeah, I was too. Yeah, absolutely. I I was, I was. I'm sorry, number six. Slash 23 is over there. True. Yeah. I was worried in the 
when they were down 14, I wasn't as worried in the fourth. I was like, eh, I'm not going to lose this game, are they? They're not going to lose this they, game. They nah. looked, it, it looked like it took them some time to get adjusted, and understandably so. It looked like it took them some time to get adjusted without Domas. Yeah. It was like kind of this, this you know, Rashawn is here, and Rashawn's going to work for us, and he did great with them. But it's not like, okay, Rashawn, you're going to do what Domas does. Right. It's not. It's just not the I same thing. I saw them trying to run the same stuff. It looked so different. <laughs> yeah, it just wasn't <laughs> It just wasn't smooth <laughs> yeah. or, or, or swift or nothing like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, look, I was, all, I was rationalizing it uh, in the first half and – you know, a little bit in the in the fourth quarter when they came, the Lakers started to come back. I was like, well, you know, you look at the scoreboard. No harm, no foul. Because <laughs> everybody lost pretty much. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, they lose. No harm, no foul. You want to take advantage of these opportunities, but eh, it won't hurt them too bad. I tried not to check <laughs> the Pelican score until the fourth quarter. <laughs> and then I was, it was, it was the fourth quarter. It was the first time I checked it. I was like. Oh, they lost. If I was home, I would have been watching. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, there was nothing to watch. They lost by a lot. Yeah, it was never really close, like, huh? Come on, man. Come on. Give us this. Give us and this now three. Give us third this third in the Western Conference. Wow. Sacramento Kings. And I think I think what's gonna happen is they're gonna go they're gonna go into the all star break and you know, you watch inside the NBA and you know, let's look at the standings here at the All Star Break. They're gonna go in there. Three or four, and people mm-hmm. are, are, during the whole week and that weekend are going to be like, "Look at the Sacramento Kings, though! Wow, <laughs> three and f- at the third seed or whatever. Like, that's going to happen." And they'll be like, "Can't wait when we see them on our net." Oh, we're oh going to see them on oh. our network. Well, come playoff time. <laughs> Yeah, I think we'll just leave them on regional television for the Sacramento Kings will be the first team in history to be on regional television for the playoffs. Gonna <laughs> be on only NBA uh, Finals are going to get here, and only Sacramento can watch them. <laughs> It'll be tape delay. They're gonna go tape back to tape delay. <laughs> oh man! Hey, hey um, but, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just gonna mention Keegan Murray. Oh yeah. I don't think we've touched on the fact Keegan that Keegan was ball. <laughs> I don't think we touched on the fact that Keegan Murray had a career high ten rebounds yeah. uh last night. And it goes to the Mike Brown button pushing. I think about it all the time now. Every time he gets a rebound, I think Mike Brown said Keegan Murray by name mm-hmm. and Told him his stat line was unacceptable mm-hmm. in front of all of us. Yep. And Keegan's responded. In a major way. In a major way. I think about it every time he goes and gets a rebound. <laughs> like, there you go, Keegan. Yeah. Listening to your coach. I see you. That's right. Mike, Mike Don't let Brown. that man say your name again. Yeah. Mike Brown lit a fire in him. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say real quick, we spent all this time talking about De'Aaron Fox, talking about Rashawn Holmes, talking about Harrison Barnes. We even just mentioned Keegan Murray. How did we go this long and we didn't mention – Rashawn Harris. Oh, man, what a performance from Rashawn Harris. Just just absolutely just spectacular. I don't know where the Kings – now, man, when you combine Rashawn Harris with uh, – was it Bradley, uh, the Kings rookie Bradley? That's a, that's a dynamic duo. 
Was it Keegan Bradley? It was. It, I, I don't even remember if it, if, it, if, it, if I don't remember if there was a first name on it. I know it was a picture of Keegan Murray, but it was the King Super Rookie Bradley. And you time you and you 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 pair him up with Rashawn Harris. I don't know who's gonna stop this <laughs> Come team. Oh man, I don't know. Come I don't on, know if man. the Memphis Grizzlies got enough to stop Harris and Bradley. What are these guys doing? Was that the NBA app again? That was ESPN. That was ESPN. Come on, man. Damn, man. And then they, they ran it back. They were like, what, what did it say exactly? Uh, all five starters scored in double figures for Sacramento, including Rashawn Harris. And then they say whatever, whatever. They did it twice? DeMontis isn't a guy that you can replace as one person, Harris said. God damn, man. <laughs> Come on. Um, Soren threw a good one in the chat, too. Never forget uh, Terrence Harris the third on TNT. Terrence Harris the third. Why are these companies fixated with Harris? <laughs> Harris, Harris? Who in the who? mighty blue hell is Harris? Hey, was that, was that uh, Kenny Smith? Yeah, I was like, I Kenny Smith. <laughs> wow. Why do they do this? Why do they do this? I don't know. It's perfect, though, because he's like Terrence Harris, and he added the third still. You got the third. That's amazing. <laughs> Just amazing. Oh, man. Well, what you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> and we're supposed to believe their thoughts on Domas? <laughs> like, we're supposed to trust what they think about a trade? And y'all got Rashawn Harris, Terrence Harris the third, and Keegan Bradley? That man was the fourth overall pick in the draft, and you got his name wrong. Didn't even put him in the photo, too, by the way. Well. I'm not stalling him out for that. That's something that you can do. Hey, Keegan, don't leave. We have to get a picture with the top five. You can't leave. Well, he, he got left out. I'm not stalling him out. That's fine. They don't need to be stalled. Well. Keegan Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> That's Harris. terrible. That's just terrible. Harris said. So go back to your question about when are they going to admit, you know, that the – they're never going to admit they're ever wrong about sex. Have they corrected that yet? Has anyone checked? I haven't checked. Has the Rashawn Harris thing been corrected? <laughs> Rashawn Harris. I'm 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 checking right now cuz we're we're not going anywhere until until we find out. Let's see here. This straight victory. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at a different. Oh, there it is. I assume it's the recap, right? Yeah, that's why I look. This is a completely different uh Nope. No, oh, did it's they still just... there? It's still there. Rashawn <laughs> Harris. Unbelievable. It's still there. It was updated too freak. This is the Associated Press that sent this article out. That's embarrassing. This isn't even ESPN.com. This is the Associated Press. This article went out to thousands of websites. And no one's caught it. And no one has corrected it. And the crazy thing about it, that's that's the crazy thing. If it happens while you're writing, it happens. Whatever mistakes are made, it's no big deal. Like I, it's it's like it's not. It shouldn't happen, but it happens. All right, it's been up now. This is 2023. You can correct this with the click of a button. Absurd. No, they're not doing it. It's just absurd. Uh we'll come back. Uh Olivia Christian would never make such a mistake. She was there at the game last night. We'll talk to her when we return here. On Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. D-Lo and Casey continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app. Live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320. YouTube.com com slash ESPN 1320. Uh, uh, we're going to attempt to bring in there we go. There we the go. host of the game last night, Cap. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting spotty internet vibes from, from Southern California. Oh, man. Uh, but O-Dog was in the building last night uh, for the Sacramento Kings. Got to, uh, I know you were a part of the press conferences before and after the game. First of all, this is what we've been wondering all day, Maybach O. Did you start to light the beam chant? Okay, well, there you have it. That is always – I don't think it's our day, buddy. Maybe maybe we could try the phone. Uh, yeah, okay, so so, so we're, we'll, we'll call you on the phone because uh, that's, that's tough. We, I, I do – that's a hell of a cliffhanger. For those that are watching, I'm sure those that are watching found that, that humorous. But just see, it's just another thing in Southern California that doesn't work. I know, right? Damn internet. You got to step their game up, but they won't. You got to do better, man. They won't. Yeah, LA's got to do better. Yeah, definitely want to talk to uh, Olivia, though. We didn't talk to her last week, so can't go we two didn't. weeks. Yeah, we, we, we definitely can't. Uh, we'll get the thumbs up when, when uh, Olivia is ready to join us. But uh, as we mentioned, she was uh, in the house last night for, for the game at the, the state, the crypto.com arena. Crypto. Uh, I believe she was sitting that's ours now. Uh, right I across. I told you, that's ours now. So I mean, when 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 like the beam is popping off, like yeah, there was a. Um, That's how it works. We was, have taken possession. There was a, uh, uh, like some on Twitter, where after the Clippers game, they somebody had posted a video of everybody saying "light the beam" or whatever in the audio, and uh, some Laker fan was like, 
That would never happen at a Lakers home game. Whoops. <laughs> Somebody posted the video from last night, right? Quote tweeted that and posted that video. Hate to see it. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, stuff lives forever on Twitter. <laughs> it lives forever on Twitter. Um, we got Olivia with us uh, on the phone, unfortunately. Uh, old dog back with us. Oh, the question was, did you start the Light the Beam chant last night in Los Angeles? Um, in my heart, I did. Mm. Vocally, no, I did not. I was trying to act like a professional person, part yeah. of the press. Um, but it was, I was near people, a, a good chunk of people on the right and the left behind me that were yelling it from the beginning of the game. They were consistent throughout. And I think it helped fuel the win last night. It was a really fun atmosphere last night. Olivia, Olivia uh, did like that lady looking at LeBron. She just mentally, <laughs> mentally told everybody in, in that section, light, say light the beam. Oh, did you see the video of that woman who was looking at LeBron like she was going to devour him? <laughs> no, oh. I missed that. Oh, I've, I've, we'll, we will get you the footage. She tried to, she tried to <laughs> telepathically yep. get LeBron to just enter her, her web. Yeah, enter something like she was. She she most definitely was. That's that's one of the greatest internet videos I've ever seen. That that was just. just oh my goodness! It, it's so good. We'll 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 make sure you see it. Uh, we'll make sure you see it. What's your biggest takeaway uh, from last night's game? Not only in and you could share like you you were a part of the pregame and the postgame and all of that different stuff. What's the, what's what's the biggest takeaway uh, you got from from being in attendance last night? Well, the biggest takeaway for me is two things. One, I have to both get a better phone and get better internet because if you saw any of the videos that I shot, they weren't the best quality. But in terms of the game itself, I'm going to stick with what's been working and that these players, the Kings roster, have been so good about overcoming adversity early on in a game. They do not fold. They do not give up. Mm. Uh, the first quarter was a little raggedy. Coach Brown was going to his reserves a lot. Drawing, throwing everything at them plus the sink, which I think is what people say, right? Everything at them in the sink. To see what kind of lineup could work, how they could match up. Um, and every player, you know, they were doing their best to, to contribute, to play within themselves. And eventually the game cracked open. Um, the Lakers made a run, which is what happens in the NBA. They're going to be runs back and forth. But like I said, the fact that the Kings continue to stay within themselves, play an entire game, rely on each other's strengths, um, it, it's helpful and that it's building and continuing to build this culture around being able to confront adversity by not getting out of the game plan, but playing the way that you know you will find success. And that means together, that means looking through leadership like De'Aaron Fox, but also, again, playing within yourself. So, like I said, last night's game, the atmosphere was magical. The fans were getting after it. I think somebody yelled Westbrook. To Westbrook that oh. got him crazy and <laughs> I didn't quite hear what he said um that's how loud it was but the fans reaction around the media was like what and Westbrook went crazy but it's it's so electrifying um to see the players the fans get into this team and it translates to the players even their opponents they get frustrated with it obviously with LeBron and Westbrook but um the team is doing what it needs to do to to get those W's, and I'm so excited that they got that. And I want to point out, every game that I've attended in person, the Kings have won. Oh, so you, you might need to fly me up there. You're the anti. You're the opposite of Elijah Hicks. 
opposite <laughs> D'Lo. Well, yeah, well, yeah. well, I can't put you there. It's more so when you stay the whole game. Yeah, and I got bad news for everybody. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I got bad news about tomorrow night's game. Damn. Are the ga- I, I have to tell Stacy I cannot stay the entire <laughs> game. Like, look, Stacy, you just have to understand. We work in sports, and we believe in this stuff. I have to leave. When the One of the games that Olivia has on her, her record was the game that you left early. That's right. Yep, the Warren and G that's game. When it, the Warren G game. And that's when things turned around too, because they were trailing. All right. Well, and Damian yeah. Left yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't want to take credit, but I'll take credit. I mean, they've clearly been listening to this show, that's and nice. they look out for me. And no, I'm just kidding. as they should. Credit. Like, I mean, yeah. they, well, I, I think they do look. They're big fans of Olivia there because I sent uh, the Kings Olivia's real name. <laughs> But they got her working name on on the oh, they, oh we love Olivia we'll, we'll get her in here for this game in L A. Um, hey, how about how about Rashawn's performance last night? I mean that's something we uh, have spent a great deal of the day talking about, and and something that you know Kings fans have have spent the last uh, you know uh, twelve hours or whatever talking about is the performance from a guy with Domas out who stepped in on relatively short notice, hasn't played big minutes uh, all year, hasn't started one single time, uh, had a double-double, hits two clutch free throws, and really you couldn't have asked, you could not have asked more from him. You're 100% correct. You could not have asked for a better performance. Rashawn is my man. That is my guy. I've been rooting for him since last year when I was really focused in on this team. It might be because he wears glasses. Like I knew he has to wear them because he was poking the eye, but still, I have an affinity for people who have to wear glasses. But he really did step up. And Coach Brown talked about it. He's like, Rashawn hasn't had more than 10 minutes, really, in a game lately, but he stepped in and performed. We're just going to ask him to play. In the pregame conference, he was talking about wanting him to play within himself, mm-hmm. making sure to make it difficult for the Lakers to get points in the paint early on. It didn't work out that way, but they locked in. Um, and Rashawn hitting those those free throws, I just think was so big. I hope he felt excited by it. Of course, he got the defensive player of the game, Mm -hmm. but the fans who've been core to this team being excited for him, I think that will help fuel his passion and his commitment. Not that he necessarily needed it, but of course, all of us need to be celebrated at some point um, and recognized for the hard work that we're putting in and for him to stay ready. All of them, really, staying ready to be able to step in when any player gets hurt, any player is sick, whatever the reason, um, as a testament to coaching and to commitment to each other as teammates. But big yeah. props to Deshaun. That's my guy. I'm so happy for him. Nah, we, we, we kind of talked about the same thing. And everybody here, regardless of the playing time, the situation, whatever the case may be, we love Rashawn Holmes here in Sacramento. Absolutely love him. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, things have played out the way it's played out, you know, it's unfortunate because if the Kings are doing well, we always hope it would be with Rashawn being a big part of it and playing or whatever, but it hasn't worked out that way. But to see moments last night, um, I, I used the term I was proud of him, man. You know, I, I was proud of him for being ready. I was happy to see him get that opportunity and excel in that opportunity. And, I, you know, I, I, I don't want anybody getting hurt. I don't know what's going to happen, foul trouble, whatever. I don't think it's going to be the last opportunity he gets this year. Hmm. I hope, I hope it's not. And, you know, as I said, I think everyone in any line of work that you do, you want to be celebrated for your accomplishments. And I'm glad that as fans, we were able to celebrate him in a victory, not just saying he played a good game, but we got the loss, but to be able to say, like, he clutched it for us. He stepped in and he comes in wanting to make an impact every time he steps on the court. 
And last night it was clearly evident. And it resulted in us being able to take home that win in enemy territory and scream like the beam from our chest. All, I mean, I, I didn't shout it too loud. Like, once they went, I'm like, all right, can I say it now? And they're like, you can say it now. Just so, one little light debate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> really happy for him. And um, Coach Brown, like I said, in the, in the post-conference, he was talking about all of them collectively as a team, um, having this belief, a belief that he doesn't believe existed before this season. And when you step out onto the court and you believe you can win, it changes everything. It changes the air in the space. It changes the confidence. It changes your confidence in each other to perform. And um, as I, I posted this on social. He said a, a team with belief is dangerous. And um, the Kings are dangerous right now. No team is going up there playing them thinking it's just going to be an easy win. Um, they're they're going to have to. And last night, I mean, that, that arena was packed. Lakers fans wanted to win. Lakers players wanted to win. It felt like playoffs in there. Um, really? so again, for them to show up and to win and that atmosphere was just incredible. And I think it speaks to more to come. Well, good for them. Cause that might be the closest they get to the playoffs was last <laughs> yeah. night's game. I think uh, them days are uh, done right now. I want to ask you more about, uh, Mike Brown in just a second, but we were talking about Rashawn Holmes opportunities and it is worth pointing this out again from, uh, Chris Biederman, who noted that Rashawn Holmes was not a part of King's practice today and his status for tomorrow night's game against Oklahoma city. Uh, remains uncertain. So Rashawn Holmes may very well get another opportunity, and it might be uh, as soon as tomorrow. Uh, as far as Mike Brown goes, though, uh, I know you talked to Mike Brown about a, a variety of things, including the way he measures success this season. How did that go? You know, I, I asked him, you know, beyond getting W's, because obviously when you look at the statute, you could say, yes, we won, right. we lost, that's how you're measuring success. But this is a team that's rebuilding. Clearly, they're trying to put some pieces and parts together. They're trying to, you know, get on these runs and be able to, again, put people in a place to be successful on the court at all times. Mm-hmm. And he didn't really directly answer that question, but he did talk about carving up the season into mini seasons of five games. Mm-hmm. And the goal, of course, or the, you know, the big joy would be to win all five games. Four and one would be amazing. But his, he said the goal is to really come out of each five game mini season with a three and two record. And if you're looking at the season that way, you're not, you know, 10 games in going, oh, my God, you've got 70 more of these. And instead, you're just going chunk by chunk. And I think that's really kind of a lesson for life, right? Any goal you may have in life, it's hard to see when you have a long path ahead of you to get to whatever thing you're trying to achieve. It could seem like it's going to take forever. It could seem like a mission impossible. But when you break it down into small chunks of things that you can easily, like, um, you know, make a pivot if you need to, adapt change and and celebrate every win you'll get yourself closer and closer to that victory and i think that's been demonstrated with the kings they don't get too far ahead of themselves they're enjoying the season they're enjoying the play but they know they got to keep performing every night and when you put it into digestible chunks like five games it's helpful again to not just celebrate every win but to be able to adapt and change as you need to mm-hmm. um change the rotations let people heal whatever that is um, but i thought that was a great way to really think about it and to help players manage their emotions um, throughout the season, because there's going to be highs and lows. And even within a game itself, it's highs and lows and struggles. But you say, well, let's just get to this, this five-game chunk. What did we do here? How do we connect? How do we do better? What do we do defensively? And one of the things you talked about was there being so much room for growth defensively. I think we all are witness to that. There's certain things that we want them to do better, but he believes they're capable of it. 
and that they're going to get there before the season is over. So mm-hmm. the fact that he doesn't feel like they're done yet, there's so much more that they can do, is positive, of course. And as fans, that's what we want to see. Do even better. So you're better prepared when you're in the playoffs. That's one of the things that we talked about earlier is I think, I think this team still has room to grow. Um, I think, obviously, they can get better on the defensive end. I don't know how much better, but I do think they can improve. And if they can improve on the defensive end while maintaining um, some semblance of the same scoring uh, potential and, and, and superpower that they have, mm-hmm. I mean, this team can go pretty far. They're third in the West right now. Do you think that they stay? Do you think they stay in the top six this year, Olivia? Are you a believer? I knew, Kenny. I knew you were going to try to make me predict stuff, and I'm going to Always. do. I'm going to do the coach. Coach Brown saying, I'm going to take it five games at a time. We will see <laughs> what will happen. Um, we taking it five games think. at a time, too. We won round one and five. We won round two and five. We won round three and five. Make a well, prediction. I mean, the, the Western Conference is tight, right? Under so many teams that are oh, one yeah. game, two oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Fine. So I predict the Kings are going to continue to do well. Um, I don't know about those other teams and how well they're going to perform. I mean, I know you all know that I have a heart for the Warriors as well, but this is what professional basketball is like. It's a grind. It's mm-hmm. day in and day out. And I think Coach Brown has helped, and the rest of the team there, the rest of the coaching staff has really done a great job at getting them to think about it day in and day out. Small chunks, small victories lead to bigger ones. And as you overcome adversity within a game, you gain that confidence. It's not as if you've never been there before. You've seen some success. You're able to adapt and adjust as you need to. Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to seeing as the season progresses. But one thing I'll say about their interior, interior defense, you know, of course, points in the paint have been difficult for them this season. And uh, Coach Brown brought it up last night. Um, and in that first quarter, it just looked like they were going to get like 1,000 points in the paint. But the Kings locked in. The fact that they were frustrating so many of the Lakers players last night, including LeBron. I think when Matthew met him at the rim and rejected it or packed mm. it, if you want to go back into the 80s, 90s. No, I say that's um, a throwback. That's a throwback. LeBron clapped and was like, oh, good for you, and met you face because he was frustrated. He was upset that you – and it was a tight game at that point. But he, uh, Rashawn Holmes, um, all of them, even Herder, uh, when LeBron was running around the perimeter – they were all kind of in his head. They were all messing with him. And they were doing that with all the rest of the players. But for LeBron to be kind of frustrated at that point um, was, was key. And for all of them to approach defense that way, whoever's rotating in, whoever the top player, if you can frustrate them, um, in the paint especially, you don't want to be giving up a bunch of dunks and layups. But if you can frustrate them, get your hands in there, you can really get a team you know, off kilter. And I think the Kings were successful in doing that last night. And um, that's what I'm hoping we will continue to improve on defensively moving forward. Great stuff, O. We appreciate you. Thank you as always. Thank you, guys. Nate back, Nate o. back o. The game last night. The game last night cap uh, available across her social media platforms. Uh, make sure you check those out. Really, really good stuff uh, from O that covers not just the Sacramento Kings, but football, basketball. Uh, just her thoughts on life. Really, really good yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Uh, from O'Dog right now, there. Now, I will say this, and I'm going to say it with my chest. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Nah, all right. Impossible. We'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But everybody always talks about, oh, look at the West. Everything's so jumbled up. Yeah, we talked about yesterday. You could be 
fourth one day and five days later be 10th. Number one, no, you can't. Number two, it's not what everybody thinks it is, man. Like the Kings are staying in the top six. And what do you mean when you say it's not what everyone thinks it is? What do you mean? Like everybody thinks like it's so tight where, you know, you can you can just fall out of your position. Well, the Kings are the Kings are are in the third spot. They're what? Four and a half back from the uh, 11th spot or four and a half up on the 11th spot. Yeah, that's that's not close. It's close, but it's it's not as close as people make it out to be. It's not a week's worth of work. No, it's not a week's worth of work. And the other thing about it is I keep saying this. Like, it's not happening the way people think it is. They think, like, four or five teams are going to have an uprising and and rise in the standings. It's not what's going to happen. Like, maybe. I don't think so either. Maybe two teams that are down in the dumps right now will turn up and and rise and maybe get in the the six. Maybe two. Realistically, it's probably one. Everybody else is kind of who they are this year. Like, I think we're getting a clear view of the NBA at this point, we're halfway through the season. And these teams that, you know, the Dallas's, um, the, the Utah's, Minnesota, like these guys are who they are, even in a positive way. Memphis, Denver, mm-hmm. like they're, they're who they are. Oh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma. I still want to see, like, I want to see more from them to think that they're going to be in the play-in conversation. Yeah, I think that, I think they'll live around here because, like, there's it's just so close between – OKC, that Portland, Phoenix, close. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, that's a game. That is close. That's a half a game. Right. Uh, it's a game for 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 Phoenix, but it's a half a game for everybody else. Yeah. But like the like people look at the the Lakers and Phoenix and the, well, you know, they'll they'll yeah, turn they're not it. turning this thing yeah, around. I'm not buying it. And and uh, like I said, it's not going to be four teams that turn it around. It may be one. Maybe the Warriors do it. Maybe the Clippers do it. That's it. Two teams max that turn their season around. To the point where they'll go from where they're at right now to being fourth in the Western Conference and knock the Kings out. Like, that's not happening. Lakers might play better and get in the play-in. You know what I mean? Like, um, Portland, I doubt it. You're 20 and 25 right now. Mm. I mean, I I know the caveat is always Anthony Davis, but this is a 20 and 25 team right now. Yeah. And, like, Anthony Davis is just going to come back and fix everything? And they're just going to win all these games? He's going to play the next, what, 30? Yeah, he's going to stay in the lineup. Right. right. And even if he stays in the lineup, it's not like when he was in there they were 82 and 0 or 73 and 9. I don't believe they were either of those. Yeah, like or on pace to do it. They were struggling then too. Yeah. So this big turnaround, like the Kings are are part of the group that is is going to be winning. Like they're going to be they're going to be in the top six. They're part of that group. I don't see them falling out. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, I also don't see them getting any higher than where they are. No, I think this is the ceiling. <laughs> I think we've hit our one seed. The Sacramento Kings have hit their one seed. Yeah, this is the ceiling. Uh, Denver and Memphis will, you know, they'll fight it out uh, the rest of the way for the one and two. And it's not a Sacramento thing. I don't think anyone's getting into that category. I don't think New Orleans is getting into that category. I certainly don't think Dallas, Utah. I don't think anyone else. Certainly if Sacramento's not doing it, I don't think anyone else is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top two spots are locked in. Denver or Memphis will finish number one. The other one uh, will finish number two, and then you know things will kind of things will kind of shake out from there. But it is you know Sac has what do we say four and a half up on the eleventh seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
five and a half if you count, uh, or actually five if you count uh, Phoenix, who's at the 12 spot. Mm. Um, it's I, 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 I know it's the Kings, and I know we're allowed, I know we're, we're nervous and antsy about what's going to happen. Like, yo, this team is good. Mm-hmm. This team is good. Probably take it a step further. Yo, this team is really good. Yeah. Uh, and they belong, and they play like they belong at the top of the conference. They're not falling into victories. They're not lucking into th- in anything. They're not lucking out with, you know, opponents sitting seven guys. Hell, that's usually a bad omen uh, for older versions of the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. This is a good basketball team that does great things offensively and can do good things defensively. Yep. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, for stretches. At times. Normally short ones. For a minute and a half. <laughs> so if you need a minute and a half of defense, hey, take it. Yeah. Uh, take it. But and and then this is the thing that I've continued to look at throughout the throughout the year. Um, broken record, but I'll keep saying it. It's the loss column. There's mm-hmm. seven games in front of the Lakers in the loss column. Mm. Yeah, the Kings still, I think, have played the least amount of games in the NBA. Yeah. Mm. The Timberwolves are the 10th seed. They're six games ahead of the Timberwolves in the loss column. Like, boy, that, that's, that means a lot to that, me. Hey, not our problem. Got nothing to do with us. I'm really anxious to see how that offseason goes. Ooh. A-Rod got it under control. He'll figure it out. It will. Okay. <laughs> All righty. Got to get the team first, I guess. Though. He's got to find the money. He's got to get the next twenty percent of the team. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's just buying the Minnesota Timberwolves twenty percent of the time. I don't I don't I don't even know that he's actually bought the next twenty percent. Just that he's expressed interest in buying the next twenty percent. And what if he doesn't express interest in the next twenty percent? Does he just own forty percent of the Minnesota Timberwolves? How does this work? This is, this is the most confusing sale I've ever seen. I don't understand. It's crazy. Uh, but I know uh, Sarah Hodges, CBS 13, she's going to join us. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk Kings basketball with her. We might talk a little 49ers and Cowboys yeah. as well. Batty Thursday. Uh, as we continue here at Steelo and KC on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Steelo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, and you might want to check out your Twitch stream, youtube.com slash ESPN 1320. Fresh off a promo shoot, uh, CBS 13, Sarah Hodges with us here, uh, as she is so very regularly. Uh, CBS, of course, ramping up their Kings coverage here uh, as the Kings uh, make their stroll to end uh, 16, 17 years uh, of a playoff drought. Sarah, let's start with the Kings because you've got a busy weekend ahead of you. CBS 13's got a busy weekend ahead of them. But let's start with Sacramento uh, and the performance last night in Los Angeles. And it's a rule. We're doing it today. We got to start by talking about Rashawn Holmes and him stepping in. uh, I'm so excited that's how you're starting the show off because you guys know like Rashawn Holmes, I'm a huge fan of his. Mm -hmm. I feel like he has such heart and that's something that you can't teach and you can't coach. And he has that in him. And I just, I really am a huge fan of Rashawn Holmes. Like I it's, and to see him play well, step up. When I saw that he was getting the start, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like, okay, we'll see how he does. Cause I've been wanting him. I mean, he hasn't gotten the playing time. Right. So like, to be fair, but like, I really wanted him to play well because I was I'm a little bit worried for him. Right. Mm-hmm. Like what's going to happen with Rashawn Holmes. He really hasn't been producing that much. Yeah. The opportunities haven't been there. What is Mike Brown seeing that he maybe doesn't like, like, 
all of this, you know, goes through your head when you're a fan of a player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always, you know, kind of like the coach's response, like, you know, we just are trying to get him in rotation, see where he fits, you know, all of that. So to see him come in and not saying that there's like Rashawn haters out there, but I'm sure there are, but prove all those haters wrong, whoever you are. Young Cobe. That's <laughs> one of them. Right. But um, no, I, I love I love to see it. And you, you, you know this, you, you were an athlete, you've been around athletes for a long time. Just to see him perform that way after not getting an opportunity for so many, for a number of different reasons, some of his own doing, like his own play or the way the season was going, but to stay locked in, you know, to stay locked in and be ready for his opportunity and to actually execute and perform at a high level, that was just so great to see, man. I was so happy to see that for him it's, last night. It's so great to see, and, like, not even from, like, I'm not a Kings fan, but like from a Kings fan perspective, like it's so refreshing to see, but also just like from like a humanity level, like that can like make or break somebody's career, right? Like Mm -hmm. if he came in and maybe he had a really bad game and then maybe coach doesn't feel like he wants to give him that opportunity or then like it affects him, you know, mentally, like am I even worthy? Can I even do this? Just seeing him be able to succeed, you know, when the lights were shining bright, let's be real, like they're playing the Lakers, like that's a rivalry on top of it. A win gets you in third place in the Western Conference, gives you gets you seven games above 500. Crazy. Everybody's talking about the Kings right now, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, they're on ESPN. Like under the bright lights to see him step up and succeed like that, just from like a humanity perspective, like I, I just love to see that for him. And it's just I, so crucial that he did well. And, and, and Rashawn deserves all the credit in the world uh, for being ready to, and, and, and stepping in at that moment. And Sarah, we said this earlier, the Kings don't win that game last night without mm-hmm. Rashawn Holmes. Free throws. It, Nailed yeah, the free no, throws there. No. Like, I was like, I was so geeked, y'all. I really was. <laughs> and it's hard because I'm a Lakers fan, right? So, like, there are times where, like, and it's so hard for me to even admit this. Like, if anybody asked me, I'd be, like, so embarrassed where I, like, found myself, like, cheering, like, whoa, yeah, Rashawn, that's right. And I'm like, wait, we're playing against my team. Like, what am I doing right now? That's okay. Kenny did it, too. Like, he's a big what, Lakers what guy. The, and he, what the heck? He was rooting for Rashawn no, Holmes No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, evidence says. Okay. Lake Show. Evidence says something different. I wish the media would stop saying this. This is not true. That's all right. You have your allegiances. You had the Laker hat on yesterday. I saw it on Twitter. Everybody (laughs) saw it on Twitter. You had the Laker hat on yesterday. Um, But I I, I, I think the, the, you know, kind of the beneath the surface thing with Rashawn, obviously all the credit in the world for the way that he played, being ready, uh, stepping into that big moment with Domas out. Like we just continue to sing the praises of Mike Brown and Mike Brown is saying things publicly and he's saying things privately that is resonating with these guys. And when they're getting DMPs for long stretches, they're ready to step in and play in those moments. And, and this coaching staff, man, this coaching staff is on point. Dude, we've said it from the beginning. Like it starts at the top. Like, I feel like I say this every time I come on the show, but it's just so true. And it's true for really any business or anything you know, that you're involved in, it starts from the top when, you know, the top is doing right by the bottom, then it it just trickles down and then everybody's happy. And so I, it's, you know, I know that everybody had things to say about Vivek for all these years, but like, we need to be giving credit where credit's due and giving him the kudos of, you know, 
having Monte there, Monte is obviously doing a phenomenal job and he, a lot of credit is owed to him too. And then, you know, you get Mike Brown and then he puts in his coaches and it's just, it starts at the top and that's just what it is. It's not a player that did this. We know that. I mean, the players are out there playing, but like, this is definitely the kudos belong to the top. Uh, I agree. I mean, that's part of keeping the same energy, right? Because when things were going bad, Everybody wanted Vivek to sell the team, and he's terrible, and let the basketball people do basketball things. By all accounts, he's done that, except for the fact that Vivek wanted Keegan Murray. You know, <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, allegedly, yeah. That everybody wanted Jaden Ivey, except for Vivek Ronadiva, and that damn Vivek got his way again. And boy, did that narrative get dropped quick. Man, we had to find something else to hang our hat on with that one. People are crazy with that one. But now I'm with you, Sarah. I mean, it starts at the top. And then, you know, at the the mini top, you know, with Coach Brown and and what he's doing in that locker room, man. Those guys believe in in what he's preaching and what that coaching staff is preaching. And they they have bought in to the idea of, uh, what is it, all for one and one for all or something like that? All in. Yeah, all in. That's even better. I think that's what it is. I'm trying to remember the shirt. I think it was just all in. Yeah, that's the shirt. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, they bought into that, man. They're with it. And they're they're all about winning. It's the only thing that matters in that locker room. It's not even the, the way, numbers, the stats, nothing. It's about yep. winning. The way coaches with Keegan. How, mm-hmm. you know, it's just having a – Keegan's lucky to have a coach like Mike Brown. You know, just being just mentally when you're a rookie like that and you have to think of like the ups and downs that the Kings have been going through and just for him to be able to, you know, get some real estate in there and work through it in there is it's huge. There's a lot of positive things going on with this with this team right now and being seven games above 500 for the first time, I think, in history. Uh, for the first time since Reese has been alive, oh, uh, for the first, <laughs> so, some some of you listening were babies uh, the last time the Kings were were seven games above five hundred. Some of you uh, have no recollection of basketball uh, the last time the Kings uh, high were, schoolers man. Were, were, man. We got high schoolers that listen to the show that are big Kings fans that they don't no they clue. don't they don't know what this is like. Uh, they have no idea uh, what this is like, man. But it it. It's just one of the I, – again, you talk about Mike Brown. You talk about – you know, and Rashawn, Rashawn isn't uh, an isolated player. He's the latest player. Mm-hmm. It's It was Terrence Davis a couple of oh, nights ago. Yeah. It's been Shemezi Metu who went long stretches uh, without playing. Like, the message that he's sending to these guys is resonating and it's translating on the floor. And there is a vibe uh, when this team plays and – Maybe for the first time all season, the national media is starting to see it a little bit. Yeah, get Rashad Holmes has a double double. Keegan Murray has a double double. Yeah, you know you think oh Domas is out, that's it. Like, are we winning this game without Domas? Mm-hmm. And then you have Rashawn step up and Keegan stepped up. It was it was a beautiful thing to see. And, Honestly, it really and, was. And look, while while we're giving flowers where they rightfully deserve to be, we got to talk about number five. Because there's a question if he was an all-star, if he was a leader, if he was franchise and all this stuff. Just a cool 31 last night. Team needed it. Team needed it. Just a cool 31, you know, big plays down the stretch. I mean, this guy, the evolution of De'Aaron Fox, has been beautiful to witness, Aaron. Oh, my gosh. Like, the footwork is just so insane. And, like, if you're a basketball fan and you're watching him, I don't care who your your team is. Like, if you're just a basketball fan in general – 
you're appreciating what De'Aaron Fox is doing. I mean, I don't know. It was like one shot. I can't think it was like they were like up by six and he just has like the stutter step steps back and just. Oh, I remember that. He got, he he got, he got, uh, what's his name? Christy on that. Nasty. Yeah, it was it was yeah, so was nasty. Like, like oh I mean, yeah, I'm just like it's a good screaming, call. just like ah, like it just it's so much fun to see. Like it's just it's like I said, if you're a basketball fan, you're appreciating that. Like it doesn't matter that I'm a Lakers fan. Like you know, De'Aaron Fox is that dude, mm. and he's proving it for sure this season. Like each and every year, we would have this talk. Like, oh, is this going to be the year that Fox steps up? Like, and. This is the year. Like, I don't know. Everybody's like attributing like him getting married and like having a kid. And like, I mean, that's all cool. But like, I don't know how much I believe it. that. He put that's the work in, though. He, he put, put the, the work, work in, Sherry. Like he he worked his ass off this summer. You know? Yeah. Like, like I'm, sure I'm not saying he didn't before. Great. I don't know. But I know this summer he, he worked hard and he put the work in and it's paying dividends. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, like I said, like it's obviously works that helps when you have you know, a wife who's supportive, right? Like that always helps. But this is definitely like him putting the work in, trusting Mike Brown, them just working well together. That That's what it is. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm so stoked for him. I'm stoked for y'all. <laughs> and we're stoked for you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.